Welcome to the Soul Beauty Chat. I'm your host, Fatima Farmer. The Soul Beauty Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower you through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. In addition to that, I'm a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, a breathwork facilitator, a brand strategy clarity coach, and consultant. So before we dive into this episode, let's explore a few ways that you can support the show. Number one, subscribe on Anchors, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. The podcast is also available on other major streaming platforms. Number two, rate and review. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and leave a review, letting others know what you enjoy about this show. Number three, if you're on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment as you listen along. Number four, send me a message. If you're listening via Anchor, you can send me a voice memo asking a question or suggesting an idea for the show. Another way you can reach out to me is via email. And number five, work with me. If you're interested in working with me for a meditation session, a brand collaboration, or any of my other services or offerings, head to my website, FatimaFarmer.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Good morning, beautiful people, or good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. Welcome back to the Soul Beauty Chat podcast. I am so excited to be recording this episode because, as usual, it's been a while, but I'm back with another episode, and I'm excited to dive into this topic today. So before we dive in, let me just share really quickly that I'm sipping on some throat comfort tea by Yogi with some lemon and honey. And it is just bringing me so much joy right now because my throat lately has been very tender. Um, so I'm working through that. But um, I'm enjoying this tea. So if you hear me sipping in between, that's why I encourage you to join me with your favorite tea as well. And today, um, we're going to be talking about adornment as a form of self-care. So before we dive into what that is and why we're discussing it, I want to first share the inspiration behind this episode. So the other day, I was on Instagram, you know, checking out some of my friends' pages and Lotus, my girl, if you don't know Lotus, you definitely want to head over to her podcast, The Loba Land. And we actually recorded an episode together all about sisterhood and spirituality. So check that out if you're interested. And I'm on her Instagram and she did a post about how she was wearing her ancestors clothing. And I loved it because I do the same thing. And I am very, um, over the last, I would say year, I've been really diving into ancestry work. So, and what that means is, you know, actually learning the history of my family here as, you know, Black Americans, my Native American roots, um, even Caribbean roots that I've haven't fully identified yet, obviously African roots. So really been diving deep into that with my mom, which has been a really beautiful um, just journey and bonding experience for us. And as a result of that, um, the idea of 
connecting with my ancestors through clothing and jewelry and adornment basically has been very prevalent in my life. So when I saw Lotus talking about it, I was like, of course she's talking about this because we're always in sync in so many ways. And um, yeah, she just talked about how she was wearing like her auntie's like scarves and skirts and stuff like that and um, how she does that every day. And I noticed that that's something that I have been doing for quite a while where I've been intentionally wearing my grandmother's on my, on my mom's side of the family, her ring for the last... I don't even know, maybe like nine or eight years at this point. And I wear it on my ring finger. So I often get a lot of questions from men <laughs> about this ring. Um, but it's a beautiful vintage ring with a ruby stone, which was her birthstone. She was born in July. And yeah, and it's, it's just so special to me when I put it on. Um, I feel like I am connected to her. I am connected to my highest self. Um, I actually gave myself like almost like an alter ego name based upon this ring. Um, so it's really, really special to me and I wear it every single day. I used to not take it off, but um, I started taking it off with the intention of, you know, when I take it off and I put it back on, it's kind of like I'm channeling that energy of my grandmother and of my highest self. So, um, yeah, so sometimes I take it off. Most of the time I do not because I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose it, but it's just beautiful. And, um, yeah, adornment has become something that is really sacred to me. So let's talk about what that means. Like maybe this is your first time really thinking about that as a concept. So adornment, is basically um, the action of, you know, adding beauty to something, right? So accessorizing, ornaments, um, furnishing, really just making a space or a thing beautiful. And typically um, it's through what we're wearing in our bodies, right? So you might adorn your hair, you might adorn yourself with your clothes, with jewelry, with um, even fragrance, right, is adornment. And that's something that I have really, really been tapping into lately is just adorning myself in every way possible. And the reason for that is because for me, I'm realizing that that's actually a form of self-care. And I learned about this um, through a course that I took last year called When She Blooms with excuse me, Danielle Lyles Barton. And if anyone's interested in learning more about adornment or just honestly, anything related to the womb, blooming, healing, transformational program. And I have said this before, but I intend to record an episode on that course, probably with Danielle actually. Um, but yeah, it was just beautiful. And that's where I really learned about adornment, you know? So we did a practice with waist beads where we um, did like a sacred ritual, like a rites of passage, passage where we put on our waist beads. And um, so, yeah, over the last year, I've really just, um, I've really embrace this concept of adorning myself as a sacred act of self-care. And when I think back even to my childhood, I've always been adorning myself. I've always been very expressive with my jewelry, with my nails. <laughs> if you know me in real life, you know my nails are... <laughs> like my favorite thing about myself. I just, I, I have very natural long nails. And since I was probably about like eight or nine, 
I was obsessed with painting them, with shaping them. I used to put all those really cool designs on my nails, like doing all the nail art and stuff. So that's something that is also a form of adornment, right? Where I look back on and I'm like, wow, even little baby Tima knew um, how special and beautiful it was to just take still moments to take care of myself and to make myself feel beautiful for no other reason outside of it bought me joy, right? So um, today I adore myself in a lot of the same ways that I did as a kid. I still love playing dress up. <laughs> I still love playing in makeup. I still love um, playing with my hair, being very expressive through my hair is a way that I adore myself. And then as I mentioned, the jewelry, right? So I'm fortunate enough that my mom still has a lot of her mother's um vintage clothing and jewelry and just trinkets, right? So around my apartment, I have little trinkets from my grandmother's, you know, knickknack, you know, how, how grandmas always have like knickknacks around the house. So I have a bell, a beautiful bell that I use um, when meditating. I have um, a little bird that's the um, cardinal a golden bird. I have just so many random little knickknacks that when I look around my space feel really unique and sacred. And, you know, that's a form of adorning my home, right? With my ancestors' um, energy, you know? So it's just really, really a really beautiful practice that I've been leaning into lately. Um, over Christmas break, I went to my mom's house, my grandmother's house. And my grandmother passed away several years ago, but um, my mom, you know, she's like, has all this stuff. And every time I visit, I feel like I'm finding something else to kind of like add to my home from my grandmother's home. And um, on this particular trip, I found a bag of beautiful scarves and silk scarves with all these beautiful, elaborate patterns and so much animal print and leopard print. And that's, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know, I've really been in my animal print bag lately, <laughs> especially leopard print. I'm like, when did I become this auntie? Cause you know, aunties love leopard print. Um, but yeah, I'm that auntie. So just these beautiful scarves, like silk and just, I just felt so luxurious putting them on. And my mom's like, yeah, take as many as you like, take all of them if you want. So I went through and I, you know, selected the ones that really resonated with me. I tried them on with different, um, different techniques and it was just beautiful. And, um, I'll be sure to include some pictures on my Instagram so you guys can check it out. I actually have a picture on my Instagram already with one of my grandmother's scarves, but yeah, it was just, it was just a beautiful um, moment to kind of like dig through my grandma's stuff and like try on her old pieces. My mom gave me one of her bags and it was just, you know, it reminded me again of that childlike essence from when I was a kid. I remember when I was so young, I would do that all the time with my mom's stuff. Like I would go in her room. It never felt it was like a weekly thing. I would go in her room or go in the closet, dig through all these old bags of clothes and shoes and jewelry. And I would try things on. Like I remember in particular, we had these long black sheer curtains that were just in the closet for whatever reason. I guess they were part of our old decor at our previous apartment. And I remember just taking those um, those curtains 
wrapping them around my body and just like, <laughs> I have a blanket on my shoulders right now. So I would drape it around me the way I have this blanket on and just dramatically walk through the kitchen like it was a fashion show. <laughs> and I would do this consistently. Um, I don't know how my mom dealt with me, honestly, or my siblings. It's just like, what? But um, yeah, that was a form of expression, a form of adornment, a form of self-care. It was playful. It was fun. It was sensual. It was all of those things. And I think that is those all of those um, values that I can pull out of those really playful moments as a little girl into how I show up today and how those same um, experiences honestly shaped a lot of how I adore myself today. So let's talk about why adornment is important. Okay, so obviously it's fun, right? It's just, it's so fun to just be playful and expressive. But outside of that, of course, one of the biggest reasons for me, at least when it comes to adornment and um, my mom's things or my grandmother's things is this connection to your family, to your roots. I think especially as Black Americans, um, we can lack that sometimes, right? We can lack the knowledge. We can lack the, I feel like a long time, I'll speak for myself, I actually lacked the desire to want that connection. And it wasn't until recently, like I mentioned the last couple of years, where that became really important for me to understand my um, family history. So that's one of the main reasons why adornment is such a beautiful practice for me um, in my life right now. Another thing that I really enjoy about adornment is that it really is a form of like celebrating yourself, right? It's like every day when I'm like rubbing my body down in these beautiful oils and putting on my grandmother's jewelry and doing my hair and taking care of my nails and just tapping into this divine feminine energy, I feel so nurtured and I feel so supported by myself, which is really a beautiful thing that we, that I have overlooked in the past. I think for a lot of women, we're used to adorning ourselves and you know, getting beautiful for others, right? Getting beautiful for maybe men or for to go to work or um, if you're going out with your girls. But how often do you just adorn yourself, make yourself look good and feel good for yourself, you know, simply just because you want to? And again, going back to last year, um, when I was taking the course When She Blooms and also just going on this personal journey of healing, I really tapped into that. And if you scroll through my Instagram, you'll see, you know, quarantine started last year, probably like a week from today, two weeks from today. I, I feel like it was like the 16th of March when everything got shut down in LA. And I remember I started <laughs> giving looks, honey, okay? I was on Instagram giving you all of my um, looks because it became so important for me to tap into that essence of adorning myself, celebrating myself, um, really embracing my femininity and just being like, I don't need a reason. 
yeah, I'm not going to an office. I'm not going on a date. I'm not going to a party. I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting at my dining room table working on my laptop, but I deserve to look and feel beautiful. And that is a practice that I've carried with me throughout all of quarantine. So, you know, I remember when I would get, like, I would be going to the grocery store and I would get dressed. I would put on makeup. I would do my hair. And (laughs) it's just interesting to think back because during that time, you know, so many people were just like, I'm at home. It doesn't matter. I'm going to wear my lounge clothes. And I still have my days when I do that. But, you know, for the most part, I really enjoy um, getting up and getting dressed for myself. You know, I feel so much better and so much more productive when I honor myself in that way. And it really is a sacred practice. You know, when I'm massaging my body with these beautiful, delicious oils, I'm saying affirmations to myself. I'm like, wow, you are so beautiful. You are so radiant. Like I'm really speaking life over myself and building this intimacy with myself that I didn't have before. And the same thing when I'm doing my makeup, when I do when I'm doing my hair, you know, if if, if you could be a fly on the wall, <laughs> you might think, wow, this is a little strange, but I'm really loving on myself when I am adorning myself, verbally speaking it out loud, I'm not just saying it in my mind. I'm verbally like, wow, sis, <laughs> you outdid yourself today. You look amazing. Like the way we gas our friends, right? The way we gas our favorite social media person. We should be gassing ourselves like that too. In adornment through these different um, techniques are ways to honor ourselves in that way. So that's why it's important. And those are a few ways that I do it. And jewelry is a really big part of that, right? I mentioned my grandmother's ring. I also have some earrings from my grandmother as well. Um, and, And I know that not everyone is blessed to have access to their ancestors old clothes or jewelry. And I understand that. Um, But I think there's also other ways that you can still adorn yourself using jewelry as a form of expression. One really cool way is through vintage jewelry. So I used to be a huge thrifter. I, I would say that I still am. I just don't go that often now, but I love vintage everything, right? Like if you come into my space or if you, you know, see how I dress, like I love vintage clothes. I love vintage music. I love vintage aesthetic. Like that is just me to my core. I just love vintage gold antique, beautiful, opulent, like things. That is just me. That is my vibe. So vintage jewelry is another way that I really practice adornment. Um, Not just vintage jewelry, but vintage everything. But specifically, I'll talk about the jewelry because a lot of times when we're thrifting, if we're at a thrift store or an antique shop, there's so much jewelry um, that you can find. And I personally love like gold necklaces and earrings and all of that stuff. And I think something that I didn't um, really pay attention to when I was really big into thrifting in the past that I would highly, highly suggest if anyone is, um, you know, you're like, I don't have ancestors to wear their jewelry, but you want to find some antique pieces to be particular and to cleanse your pieces um, to spiritually cleanse them, you know, physically too, but spiritually 
cleanse your pieces, even the things that you're getting from your ancestors, cleanse them. And the reason why I say that is because everything carries a vibration, right? Everything, clothes, jewelry, everything has energy attached to it. And especially if you are buying something from a vintage shop or flea market, you don't know who had that before you. Right. So just as important as it is for you to clean it physically because you don't know who had it before you, it's I would almost say even more important to clean it spiritually. And um, yeah, and different ways to do that is to using different things like sage or Palo Santo or um, some type of water. Um, it's, it's, it's really about setting your intention. Right. You can use those different cleaning, cleansing tools, but you can also set an intention that when you are physically cleaning it with water or whatever solution you're using to clean it, that you're also spiritually cleaning it. I was reading this book yesterday. I'm probably going to go off on a tangent. Bear with me. I was reading this book called The Seven Secrets of Sound Healing, and it's so, wow, so beautiful. Reading that last night before I went to bed and I'm on the chapter where it talks about how everything has a vibration. And um, it was specifically around setting intentions and how the intentions of a sound, the intention of a sound can completely change a thing, right? And I was so fascinated about this because we hear about intentions all the time, right? Set your intentions, speak your intentions, all of that stuff. But something as simple as he gave an example of how um, in a study, right, a laboratory study, they had two groups of people listen to the same exact sounds of the ocean. And in the first study, the ocean was just the ocean, right? The second study, there was um, people praying over the ocean with positive intention, with love and just nourishing words. And they listened to it and they had a, a, a higher outcome of a positive feeling, right? And then the third group, the, the people who prayed over the water, they spoke negatively. They spoke negatively. They said negative words. They said words of hate and anger. And the group listened to that meditation and they felt they didn't feel good afterwards, even though it was the same sound that they were listening to, the same meditation. Think about that for a moment. Think about all the meditations you find on YouTube or online and how you can be listening to that thinking, okay, this is a, a lighthearted, pure meditation, right? But you don't know that person's intention when they made it. And that's so huge. That doesn't just apply to meditations. It applies to the music we listen to. You can adorn yourself in music when you think about it, right? You can adorn yourself in the music you're listening to. You can adorn yourself in oils. You can adore, adore yourself in jewelry. So when you're getting these pieces, it's so important. It's so, so important that you spiritually cleanse them by praying over them, by speaking positive words over them, by using cleansing agents like Palo Santo or Sage or whatever it is that you use or nothing at all. If you're like, that's not my thing, then just when you're cleaning it with water and soap or whatever you you're using, speak over that because even the water that you're using to cleanse that thing has a vibration to it. And you have the power to speak into that water that you are using to cleanse the jewelry, right? So that is something that I would highly, highly, highly recommend. Now, if you're kind of like, I don't really know, a little freaked out by the idea of 
um, <laughs> vintage jewelry and somebody else having it. And that's not my thing. One moment. Excuse me. Another great alternative, right? If you're like, I'd rather not, I'd rather just buy something and, you know, speak my intentions over that thing. A great alternative, right? Where you can find pieces basically that have a vintage aesthetic, but they are new, right? And of course you still can speak positive intentions over new pieces of jewelry as well, because you don't know who made them, right? You don't know the person's intention when they made them. But so I would encourage you to do that, whether it's a new piece or a vintage piece. But um, one really cool brand that I want to tell you guys about that I am wearing at this moment and it's giving me all the vintage vibes, okay? It's called Ana Luisa. So Ana Luisa reached out to me and said they wanted to send me some jewelry and have me share it with my community. And I was like, okay, yes, I'm feeling this because I love, like I mentioned throughout this whole show, to adorn myself in beautiful things. So I went to the website and I started scrolling through to see what kind of pieces they had. And girl, <laughs> honey, or <laughs> may not only be women listening to this. I'm sorry. I forget that sometimes, but you know what I mean? Okay. I was excited. All right. I was excited. So I went to the website. I start looking through and I see all these beautiful pieces that have this vintage aesthetic. They're affordable pieces. And I'm like, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So let me tell you really quickly about the pieces that I'm wearing, how you can get some of your own jewelry from Anna Luisa, if you want to check it out. Um, and like I mentioned, the pieces that I am wearing, right? In case you want to tap into that vintage vibe. So um, first and foremost, let me just say that there is a discount code if you're interested. And all you have to do is go to analuisa.com slash soulbeautychat, right? So my code is soulbeautychat. And you can get 10% off of all of the things that you order. So let me get into the pieces I got. Let me pull it up. So the first piece that I got, which I am literally obsessed with, is called Temple Green. I think this one might be sold out, but they have it in black too. And it's this beautiful layered piece. So it has like two chains on it. And it's like this very gorgeous antique, almost like an opaque um, jewel in the middle. And I got the green one because I just feel like green just... This color green just hits different on melanin. So I went with the green instead of the black, but the black is a classic, beautiful piece. This piece is gold plated with 14 karat gold. Um, and what's really cool about Anna Luisa is that they are a conscious company, right? So they only make limited batches. So that's to ensure that there's the highest production quality. It's carbon neutral, which means that 100% um, of their carbon emissions are offset, starting with the sourcing of the raw materials all the way to the disposal of the pieces. So you're not harming the environment, which is a major, major key. Also, they offer a year warranty to replace or refund any of the pieces that you don't like. That's amazing. Most jewelry companies do not do that. Um, so if you're looking for jewelry that is has an expensive um, look and feel and quality without 
an expensive price, then Ana Luisa might be a great place to check out. Um, so yeah, let me also share the other pieces that I got too. And of course you can go to my Instagram and check out the photo because there is a photo of me wearing these pieces so you can see them in real life. The second piece I'm wearing is called Ivy and it's like a dog tag type of style. I actually hate that these are called dog tags, but I think you know what I mean if I say a dog tag. But yeah, it has that type of style. And again, it's a layered piece. So it has two necklaces. And what's really cool about that too is that it creates this like really dope layering effect. So you'll see when you go to my Instagram, I have all of them on. It just creates this really dope layering effect, with which I really like. It's giving Mr. T vibes, but it's also giving vintage vibes. It's also giving a look. Just, just check it out and let me know what you think. But I personally love the layered look. The cool thing is, though, unlike some, um, I guess, lower quality pieces that you may find in retail stores, the layers are usually connected. So it's like you can only wear those two pieces together. With Ana Luisa, they are separate. So you can wear just the single necklace. You can wear just the dog tag. It's really beautiful. And I think it's dope that you can separate the two. So I was very surprised when I pulled it apart. I was like, oh my gosh, it's more than one. So I feel like I have just so many pieces on um, because they're separate. So that's really cool to see also. And then the other piece that I got is just called Laura Slim. And it's just a simple gold link necklace. Really beautiful, classic. And then I also have these beautiful earrings called Rocks Mini. These earrings are made from recycled silver, which I didn't realize until just now, which is really dope. Um, they're gold plated on the outside and on the inside is uh, sterling silver. That's actually really cool. I didn't realize that. The thickness is really um, what I like about it. It's a two millimeter gauge. And if you don't know what that means, just like I said, go to my Instagram and check it out. But it's just a really beautiful design. I think that the shape is like kind of boxy. And I'm looking at the model in the photo. She has like a very like square jawline. It's so beautiful on her. Um, I have more of a round shape, like a round oval shape face, but I like the elongation of a square. I feel like I'm getting very technical right now, but I like when, you know, a person has like a round face and then they wear like more square or angular pieces because it creates more of that feel in their features, right? So for me, I think that this style of earring is really beautiful. Um, they have one that's similar, that's a hoop. So maybe if you have more of like a square face, um, you wanna you wanna you wanna try to do the opposite of that with like a round. That might look really beautiful. But yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. As you guys can see, I'm really excited about this. So I feel like I'm rambling, but I just wanted to share that in case anyone was interested in. Um, tapping into this essence of adornment as well, because it really is a beautiful sacred act. So again, if you are interested in checking out Ana Luisa, and that is A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A.com, you can use my code so beauty chat to save 10% on your order. You can also just click the link in the description of this box analuisa.com slash soulbeautychat and go treat yourself. You deserve it. So let's see, what else do we have here? You deserve it. We all deserve it. So if you check it out, 
and you decide to try out some of the pieces, please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram and I'm really excited to see what pieces you select. So I hope that this episode was helpful in providing some context around adornment and how it really is a beautiful, sacred act of self-care. I also hope that you, excuse me, all enjoyed um, me sharing a little glimpse into my personal journey of adornment and self-care and how that's been showing up for me in the last year or so. And I think that's it. I think we're going to close out the podcast here today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please feel free to share your feedback with me over on Instagram. And of course, if you decide to check out Anna Luisa, again, make sure you use my code SoulBeautyChat to save 10% on your order. And without further ado, thank you so much for listening and being here. I'm always so honored and appreciative. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.